0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Wind gap. There's a murder there. Another one's missing now. Get me a story.
1: Oh, Mama, goodness! I didn't expect you. The house is not up to par for visitors. I'm just in town on business. What kind of person does that? Hurt a child? Doesn't help anything. Riling folks up. You got two mutilated girls on your hands. Something else is doing the riling. I didn't come back to cause any problems. Everything you do comes back on me. Mama says I need to be careful around you dangerous Hi, I'm Jeremy Larson, the reviews director of Pitchfork and this podcast is supported by Pitchfork Music Festival. Pitchfork Music Festival will take place July 19th through the 21st at Union Park in Chicago, Illinois. This year's lineup features Jamie XX, Alanis Morissette, Black Pumas, Carly Rae Jepsen, Brittany Howard, Jay Paul, Muna, Jesse Ware, 100 Gecs, and many more. The festival also features diverse vendors as well as a specialty record, poster, and craft fairs and works to support local businesses while promoting the Chicago arts and food communities as a whole. For more information on tickets and lineup, visit pitchforkmusicfestival.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You can earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium, Apple Card, or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
0: Welcome to Still Watching Sharp Objects, an unofficial podcast of the HBO series Sharp Objects. I'm Vannie Fair senior writer Joanna Robinson.
1: And I'm Vanity Affair Chief Critic Richard Lawson.
0: Each week, we'll break down the latest episode as well as occasionally chat with someone who has worked on the show itself. But since the show does not premiere until next Sunday, July 8th, uh, Richard and I are here just to chat a little bit in advance with you about why we picked this show as the next one to watch. Uh If you've been following along the still watching journey, you know, we started with American Crime Story uh Versace uh, or the assassination of Johnny Versace. We did Westworld and we thought we would like mix it up and do something super cheery uh, and, yeah. uh, do sharp objects, a murder mystery set in, uh, Missouri. Uh, Richard, why, why did we pick this?
1: this well, cause a, a listener did reach out to us and say they liked the show, but they wanted us to do something funny. So, so here we are. No, um, we picked <laughs> it because, I mean, the pedigree is insane. So it's based on a Gillian Flynn novel, uh, that she wrote previous to Gone Girl. Um, it stars Amy Adams and Patricia Clarkson. It every episode is directed by Jean Marc Valet and Marty Knoxon is the sort of, you know, creator, but, but, you know, sort of producer overseeing it all. So like, that's a pretty insane roster. And, and when the summer is otherwise a little quiet. Um, How could we not cover this one?
0: Yeah, so, you know, Jean-Marc Vallée, uh, who, you know, has done a number of films, but like most recently in the TV landscape, um, did brought us Big Little Lies that that last female fronted, uh, sort of soapy, murdery drama from HBO, I think this this is definitely going to be a little darker than that one was, even though that had plenty of darkness to it uh but i i recently read the book uh like last week and richard you read the book like a little while ago right
1: yeah i read it years ago like i read gone girl and was like oh i want to read more of her and so i did that so i don't really i remember like they like the setting and like various like details but i don't remember the plot really at all
0: so this this that's like my favorite thing is that I get to be the smug book reader and then uh, Richard gets to be the funny one and that's what you tune in for so there you go and
1: then uh, list up but some listeners on um, I guess Apple Podcasts will call me lazy for not reading the book but you know what <laughs> No. I could deal with it
0: no no um but yeah I'm really excited for this this is a like it's just eight episodes so this is just gonna like carry us through the summer we'll pick probably another show in the fall but um you know i don't know i am just i'm excited to dive into this we're going to be talking to a lot of people involved in the show marty noxon i mean basically this is our secret backdoor pilot to someday richard and i doing a buffy vampire slayer podcast right
1: right that's right yeah which will which will be <laughs> our, our final act before we both expire
0: yeah before we before we both uh like flame out of any fair our last thing will be to make Vanity fair do a buffy podcast but uh marty noxon was an executive producer on both the vampire slayer and has done a has like has this really interesting pedigree for doing sort of like pitch black female uh, both comedy and drama um i don't know what what are your what are your feelings on like marty noxon's other other works richard yeah.
1: I mean, I, I love some of the scripts she wrote for Mad Men. Um, I thought the first season of Unreal was really good. The yeah. Lifetime show about a kind of like basically about the Bachelor. Um, and I really liked a movie that she wrote and directed called to the bone, uh, with, uh, Lily Collins about, you know, people within a facility for people with eating disorders that mixes that darkness and the, and this kind of, you know, pointed comedy really well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see here, you know, because she's working on some, I mean, you know, the, the, this is based on something. And so it's not going to be Marty Knox's story exactly, but, um, yeah, I'm curious to see, you know, obviously as gone girl proved, um, Gillian Flynn stuff can be adapted really well, Uh, but also as the other movie with Charlize Theron that nobody saw proved, sometimes it could be bad. So (laughs) I I trust the team behind this, so I don't think we have any reason to think it'll be bad, but uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I think you and I were – I mean, a lot of people saw it to the bone, but it didn't get the wide – appraisal that i think it probably should have um it's on netflix right now right it didn't go to Netflix.
1: it well because netflix bought it at sundance yeah. and it got buried you know there so as, as happens with that platform
0: yeah so it's it got buried on netflix but you can watch it now if you want to i agree i co-signed first season of unreal is some of the best uh tv i've ever seen and then the the darkness i think goes a little off the rails but i think marty left unreal didn't she so i i think i think we can't lay that at her and then she also has um another show this summer um, she's got diet land on AMC also. So, um, you know, Marty, Marty Noxon's pr- pretty busy giving us a, a dark and gruesome look at ladies. So,
1: yeah, well, I'm here for it. So,
0: <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just interested to see what Jean-Marc valet has done with this. I have only watched like the first few minutes of, um, of Sharp Objects, someone who who was listening to our Westworld show, uh, you know, was excited for us to do Sharp Objects, was sort of like, I need a break from, uh, you know, shows that are really hard to follow like Westworld can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so they were asking me if I thought sharp objects would be more linear. And while the book is pretty linear, there's some flashbacks in the book. The book is pretty linear. My perception of the first few minutes of the premiere, which once again is all I've seen is that Jean-Marc Vallée is doing his usual sort of like somewhat... Occasionally surrealistic uh, approach to memory uh, So I don't, I don't It's not going to be like Westworld confusing But I think it's going to try to be a little bit more um, I don't know Artistic than maybe the very straightforward way the book is told
1: Yeah, I mean I think the thing about it And about Valet as a director for this project Is if people watch Big Little Lies And Shailene Woodley's plotline Had a lot of these kind of cuts And sort of, you know Jumps back in this kind of lyrical coll- Lodge-y, stitched together kind of look because she was kind of dwelling in a memory a lot of the time, yeah. uh, similar to Reese Witherspoon in Wild, which Valet directed. Um, and this is, you know, a, a, it's a murder mystery, but it's also a homecoming uh, story. And so Amy Adams' character is remembering a lot. So I think that his style will be lent really well to this and and the, because he always – his kind of random cuts and, and all that is not art without a purpose. Like he is building it towards something and eventually there's a full picture. So there'll be a, there will be a mystery, obviously, cause there's a murder, but like there'll be sort of a more like interior mystery to solve, I think, when watching it. And I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, and the um, I was immediately reminded of Wild and um, some of those like scenes with Laura Dern in Wild. I I, I really liked that movie. Um, I didn't yes, think it got yeah, all the love that it should have. And the other the other thing that I want to shout out in this miniseries, um, we we mentioned I think we were talking about this on Little Gold Men, the award season podcast we do. I'm really excited for Elizabeth Perkins because she's just like a character actress, uh, that I always enjoy and that character in the book is sort of over the top so I don't know how much she's actually in the show but um that's that's a potentially really juicy part for her and then uh I always love I love Chris and Chris in this um makes me think of maybe like what Big Little Lies did to Adam Scott right (laughs) which is like take a sitcom leading man not that Chris hasn't done dark stuff but take a sitcom leading man a lot of people know Chris from the Mindy Project and sort of Really put some dark uh, on him. Uh, That's that's sort of of what I'm thinking about. So
1: no, I'm 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 intrigued about him. And you know, it's my gay duty to just kind of say Patricia Clarkson is playing a kind of creepy matriarch who lives in like a like adult like human sized dollhouse essentially. So like that's pretty appealing.
0: (laughs) And then uh, Sophia Lillis is playing the young uh, version of Amy Adams, and Sophia Lillis uh, sort of broke out in the horror movie It last year. And when when she when she shows up in it as the character Beverly which is sort of the female lead of it or the best I thought the best part of it Um, everyone was like because that story has a time jump and there's an adult version of that character coming in the part two everyone always uh, either wanted Jessica Chastain or Amy Adams to play her in the second part Uh, it got Chastain so Chastain's playing the grown-up version of this of this young woman in 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 it part two whatever it's going to be called Um, but I love that she's playing young Amy. Amy Adams and this, so we got both. We got both for that actress. So
1: I think it's going to be called "It Too Much,"
0: <laughs> "It Too Fast," "Too Furious,"
1: which is actually my <laughs> review of the first "It." So,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah. So, those are the stuff we're looking forward to. I think it's going to be a really fun uh, thing to talk about. The la- I guess the last thing I want to say is that um, I'm intrigued that this is part of the Blumhouse Productions arm. Blumhouse is like obviously known for its uh, big screen horror like Get Out and Purge and The Split and all that sort of stuff. And so this... um you know it's done it's done. tv before it did the normal heart the hbo um another hbo miniseries but i'm i'm interested to see i don't know what what horror sort of uh elements might creep into the story because it's not exactly a horror but it's southern gothic and that always has like some fun sort of creepy as you said uh patricia clarkson living in a in a life-size dollhouse so you know good times
1: yeah, no, I think it it'll be spooky and it'll be intriguing and maybe sexy. I don't know. Um, so we haven't really done a lot of sexy on this podcast. I mean, I guess there were aspects of Versace that like,
0: but it was like sad and go- sexy,
1: right? It was all like, oh, they're all gonna die. Yeah. Um And Westworld. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know that I found much sexy in that beyond you know, uh, certain actors on horses. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm ready to go. I'm glad that we have a little summer show to keep us occupied while the world falls apart.
0: Uh, yes, and on that cherry note, Richard, where can people find you until we uh, until next week?
1: uh be in my fallout bunker uh (laughs) trying to figure out how to do something about the supreme court uh no i'm on vf.com i'm on twitter and Ryla at Ryla's r-i-l-a-w-s where are you joanna
0: i'm also on vf.com and you can also find me on twitter at joe and i will we'll probably broadcast next week from richard's bunker just to be safe and we will see you then Is it a sports movie or a sex movie? Find out on Critics at Large from The New Yorker. New episodes drop every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.